welcome to the Matt Creative Podcast for this, our Quip Night. This episode is our Creative Plus version, where we'll hear from a few of the people in the team to find out about their gifting and how it fits into the church. We'll also find out the effect it has personally in their walk with God. The special guests we have for today are artist Miriam Haynes, writer Wendy Robinson, lighting designer Abe Humphreys and dancer Taylor O'Brien. question I asked them was this how do you see your craft fitting into a Sunday service or building the kingdom well I think that any um, artistic piece is a visual expression of uh, what's being said or or sung Um, you know they say a picture paints a thousand words and I think it can really enhance and give it greater impact um, to what's being spoken um, you know it can be contemplative um, and evoke strong emotions and it can ultimately I think bring healing uh, I used to think there was a limited role for visual creativity in the church like I'd seen the live painting on YouTube and what Steve does but I thought that was it <laughs> and I wasn't really into that so but God has taken me on a massive journey and I see now that visual creativity can be so diverse um, and that not to limit God <laughs> Um, I do believe that it's completely up to God in the way he's leading each artist in church as to how he wants to use the visual arts in church. So all I can really talk about is how he's led me and I am really surprised how diverse it's been. So first of all, God, you know, revealed to me that painting is an act of worship and it's to bring glory to God. Um, also that it's a gift, you know, in Timothy it says to keep it in use and it can bring salvation. In Corinthians it says that our gifts can build up the church and he showed me that withholding my gift is not God's will. So the story of the talents, you know, not to hide it. Um, and also with creativity, you know, the more you use it, the more you have. Then Roz asked me to do some paintings for Macquarie women. So I did a different painting for each theme night for the cafe nights. Um, I did paintings for the breakfast and also the retreat. I also did paintings and event design for Macquarie mums. So we'd have different themes each time. Uh, I've been on the Creative Plus team, so doing event design and visual pieces for different events. And at the moment, I'm working with Wendy Robinson in Macro, and we're doing art afternoons for the kids once every three weeks on a Wednesday afternoon, um, and just encouraging the kids in developing their creativity. And we focus more on process rather than product, so rather than teaching a lot of technique, uh, we're just more telling them to go for it. <laughs> and it's amazing what actually comes out of them and it's yeah I'm so passionate about it I love it I'd love to do more of it <laughs> so who knows what the future holds lighting in church plays a very important role in worship it provides an atmosphere that people feel encapsulated in and confident enough to sing and worship without feeling judged it also provides comfort for new people because some songs can give the feel like that of a concert that they may have been to this is important for people that have walked into church for the first time as they aren't expected to be able to go straight into worship. For them, it's more important to feel at home and comfortable, and lighting plays a major part of that. Some of the most impacting moments that I've had in worship is when lighting has set the atmosphere and has had the correct design for the songs. Over the last seven years of designing and running lights, I've noticed how worship changes when the design changes. An example of this is in worship songs, when the lights lift with the band, people's hands raise and everyone is more engaged. It is a surreal moment and that drives me to continue doing what I do and improve the lighting to make everyone's encounter at church one to remember. 
90% of the church don't need the lighting and production to engage in worship, but there are about 10% that do. It's that small amount, that 10%, those are the ones that I can use the gift God has given me to reach and help build the kingdom. So for me, dance is a visual way of communicating worship and praise. Um, I've always believed in the power that worship has. And as I served on the dance team, it was definitely important for me to figure out the role that dance has in worship. Um, And when it came to choreographing a dance, it was always very important that before I'd even start to choreograph or, you know, figure out the structure of the dance, I'd actually first figure out how the song glorified God. And then out of that, how we as dancers could then present or portray that within our choreography. Um, You know, the Bible says, let them praise his name with dancing. And that has always been such a foundation for me when it came to learning how to serve the purpose of worship through dance. Revelation 12, 11, the Passion Translation says, they conquered him completely through the blood of the lamb and the powerful word of his testimony. So I see writing, whether it's blogging, writing books, poetry, as a way of sharing the testimony of what God has done in our lives. Writing our testimonies enables people to read that God is a living God, still helping and guiding people today. And the written word is tangible outliving our lives. Think about the Bible, the written word of God, some of which was written over 2,000 years ago. Here's a fun fact about it, as my children would say. Writer James Chapman created a list of the most read books based on the number of copies of each book sold over the last 50 years. He found that the Bible far outsold any other book with a whopping 3.9 billion copies sold over the last 50 years. Quotations from the works of Mousy Tung came in second with 820 million copies sold. So that's 3.9 billion for the Bible and 820 million for Mousy Tung's works. And Harry Potter came in third with 400 million copies. So God knew that writing would be an effective way of getting his message out through the generations. So today, when we share our testimony of God's love and faithfulness, the Holy Spirit can use that to draw people to himself, building his kingdom. It can also help to restore hope or move people to give God another go when they are discouraged about a situation. And the fabulous thing about writing today is that it's easily accessible to many people all over the world via social media and the internet. However, with that comes a caution. It is out there for all to see. So wisdom and integrity are so important, ensuring that you are what you are writing is truth, not exaggeration. And it is the story that God wants you to tell and that you consider the impacts on those around you. I'm so excited now to hear the answers to the second question I asked them. How does your craft affect you personally in your work with God? As I said, it's like it's a massive act of worship for me. Um, I feel most myself as when I'm painting, when I'm, yeah, and I feel like I can have a big sigh and, and breathe. I feel like, you know, I can breathe again. <laughs> it's a real sanctuary. So as I said about focusing on process versus product, you know, I don't really plan a lot of my artworks. Um, I feel the Holy Spirit will give me a picture and then throughout the painting I'll just stay in communion with him. If I'm not sure what to do next, I just ask him <laughs> and he tells me. So I'm like, oh, I need something. 
Holy Spirit, what should I do? And, and he'll, he'll give me the answer. <laughs> and for me personally, painting has, it's brought massive healing to my life. Uh, just different things that have happened throughout my life. I've had trouble expressing verbally. So, you know, paintings, it's a safer way, I guess, to um, deal with those things, to bring about healing. And also, you know, it's a visual memory of, of that moment and what you went through and how God brought you through. Yeah, I love it. Serving is a crucial part of my walk with God. Designing and running lights is one of the ways I can express how I worship and it keeps me engaged and connected. So dance has actually taught me a lot and I probably didn't even realise the impact it had on my walk with God until I actually took a step back and reflected on it. Um, God taught me how to humble myself yet at the same time celebrate the unique skills that he has specifically assigned to me. Um, And with dance being such a visual thing, it's always in the back of your mind that people are looking at you and looking at your skill and dance within the church and especially dance within a worship setting um, actually taught me and continues to teach me how to completely take the focus off myself and to turn that focus to God which is something that I can now actually apply in so many areas of my life and I guess dance was just the practical or physical way of learning how to focus on God through all things and um Through dance, God has shown me how he totally wants us to have fun and to bring joy to whatever it is we do. You know, whether that be dance or media, sound, design, photography, vocals, um, God has created us to be creative and he's shown me how to have fun with him and enjoy his presence in all different forms of worship and creativity. Writing helps me to process what is happening in my world and to get God's perspective on it. It's definitely a therapeutic process for me. The preparation in writing something for publication is a safe place for me to feel, identify and analyse my thoughts and let the Holy Spirit minister to me, hopefully then resulting in drawing out some truth that is helpful to others. But writing is also a process by which I learn more about God's character. When I'm writing my blog and I feel to make a statement about something, I'm always searching in God's word to see how my thoughts line up with his truth. Is this just my thinking or is it God's truth? I don't want to write anything that doesn't align with God's truth because I know God holds me accountable for all that I write and publish. So writing helps me to process my life in a healthy way and it also leads me to seek out more of who God is. This psalm sums up well the desire in me to write about what the Lord has done in my life. Psalm 71 verse 15 to 18 from the Passion Translation. I couldn't begin to count the times you've been there for me. With the skill of a poet I'll never run out of things to say of how you faithfully kept me from danger. I will come forth in your mighty strength, O my Lord God. I'll tell everyone that you alone are the perfect one. From my childhood you've been my teacher, and I'm still telling everyone of your miracle wonders. God, now that I'm old and grey, don't walk away. Give me grace to demonstrate to the next generation all your mighty miracles and your excitement to show them your magnificent power.
Well, thank you so much to our special guests for being a part of this podcast. I really appreciate the time and effort you took to to think about these questions and answer them from your heart. And thank you to all of you out there listening. I hope you feel inspired and encouraged to keep going, to keep creating and keep having fun. We really appreciate each one of your Creative Plus people in all the things that you do. And we can't wait to see what the future holds. So thanks for joining us and we will catch you next time. Remember to make your Wednesdays creative. Bye.